Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We are closing in here on uh, the birth of baby Yusta, uh, number four to join our immediate family, baby Levi, coming coming soon, due May 23rd, but who knows? Any day now. We'll see. Um, I want to talk to you about, I would say, is uh, once you get born again, the most important decision that you can make to walk in victory in your life. The most important decision. We see through the Word of God that victory is promised for believers. You know, people uh, a lot of times don't hear that preached. They hear, how many know we all go through difficult times? We have our mountains and our valleys. But that's not uh, how the Bible represents things at all. There's, yes, there can be challenges, but the path of the just is as a shining light and it shines more and more under that perfect day. In the book of Joshua, he said, I'll go with you. And he said, no one will be able to, God said, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. We should expect that as believers, it says in 1 Corinthians 15, it says, now thanks be, or 2 Corinthians 3, and there's one in 1 Corinthians 15 that says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. And another one says that Jesus Christ who gives us the victory. So there's, there's this theme of winning and overcoming. Hey, if Jesus greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, I'm an overcomer because of what Jesus has done for me. The new birth experience is evidence of that. Your new birth experience makes you a new creature. Old things of 2 Corinthians 5, 17, old things have passed away. All things have become new and all things are of God. Hey, anything that had a grip over you, Romans 6, 7, he that is dead is freed from sin. Romans 6, 11, reckon yourselves dead to sin and alive to God. Romans 6, 14, sin will no longer have dominion over you. As Christians, as believers, we take back the victory. We were born under sin. We were born as we were born losers. And then we come into the family of God and we're born again to win. We're born again to overcome. The Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and they love not their lives unto death. But the most important decision you can make to continue to walk in victory and to continue to move ahead um, is what we want to talk about today. So I want you to turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and I'm going to read verse 18 through 20. And it says, flee fornication. Every sin that a man does is without the body, but he that commits fornication sins against his own body. What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. The number one decision you have to make and the number one decision and the number one thing to pursue when you get born again is a life of victory over sin, is to not carry a light regard for sin. You know, I get to meet with young people and and people deal with different things. And it's good when people bring things to the light. I meet with people, hey, this is what's going on. This is the sin that I've been struggling with. People come because, hey, I, I, I don't, the devil wants to fight in the darkness, but I'm getting my butt kicked over here and I want to walk in victory. And so people bring it to the light, but then you have these conversations with some people and you just see there's a light regard. Well, you know, I've been struggling with this sin for a number of years and, you know, it's just, a, and, and just this, the way they talk about it is like, there's an attitude of this is okay, where if you want to walk in victory, there's no room to carry sin in your life. Sin steals your strength. Sin sin steals your spiritual strength. I remember when I was a teenager, uh, living in sin, having sin in my life and wanting to get free from it. But it seemed like, you know, it's like, it's hard to enjoy your relationship with God because every time, it, for me, it seemed like every time I went to God to pray, I was asking God to forgive me. Lord, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'll never do it again. Lord, I'm sorry. 
Please forgive me. I'll never do it again. Lord, I'm here again a day later. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I'll never do it again. And it takes your strength. You try to believe the Lord for something. Lord, I'm asking you to... Bl-. And then the devil's like, hey, what, you're still struggling with the same thing all these years long. So God's looking to give us victory over sin. People say, oh, I fell into sin. When you fall into something, it's an accident. If you fall into a puddle, it's an accident. Sin is a willful transgression a willful disobedience to the word of God, willful disobedience uh, uh, to the laws of God. You don't fall into sin. You, 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 th- before sin is birthed, there's what the Bible calls, the Bible calls iniquity, which is the sin of the heart before the sin of the hands. Iniquity is the, it's, it gets birthed in the mind. It gets birthed in the heart. It's, it's the action has already been given permission in the heart and in the mind before it actually happens. That's iniquity. The Bible says God forgives our iniquity. There's people who get to the place where, where that's what the Bible says. You, uh, he who Jesus said, not he who commits fornication, but he who, uh, he who, thinks on a woman with lust or thinks on a person with lust has committed fornication in his heart. And and that's a sin because, you, because you're dealing with, it's already been done in the heart. It's as good as done. There's been people who've been committing adultery in their heart for years and they've never done it. They've never done it on the outside, but it's still iniquity. And so we don't do this obviously to condemn people, but to put a, a to put the word of God in your heart concerning this, the greatest victory, the excuse me, the first battle that you have to fight as a believer is to get victory over sin, is to get victory over addiction, to get victory over sin and self. It's really to get victory over the flesh. The Bible says, and I think it's in the book of Romans, it says, make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts. You know, you can't leave things up to, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling spiritual. I'm not going to do that anymore. You set up things, you set up things to walk in victory. When I talk to young people, set up things to make it difficult on yourself. There's young people who deal with pornography, who deal with lust, make it difficult on yourself. If you have to go get a flip phone, go get a flip phone. If you have to make yourself accountable to somebody, you know, there's things that other people deal with where they just have a problem talking about people make and, and talking bad about people. There's people who deal with envy and jealousy in their heart. You, you don't just, oh, I'm going to try to do better. You don't do it you don't do it that way. You do it through the grace of God. You do it by pressing into the things of God. When I was in youth, back when I was actually first went into youth, I was probably 13 years old. The youth pastor that we had at the time, this always stuck with me. This was here at the river, but the youth pastor, Pastor Dale Van Volkenberg, who now pastors in Arkansas, he said, "You, you, your life isn't just to unplug from sin. You don't just unplug from sin and then stand there and hold the, the cord. You have to plug into the things of God. So it takes, hey, there's there's things that I'm 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 getting a I'm getting an attitude in my heart to know that these things are wrong. I'm not making excuses for them. I'm I'm not gonna let them have a grip over my life. I'm gonna bring accountability in my life. I'm gonna expose them. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight in the darkness. But then I'm gonna start going after the things of God. You know, it's like if you if you it's people get bored. People unplug. Oh, and and then their identity as a Christian is I don't do this. I don't do this. Christianity is more than a list of things that I don't do. Yes, it is a list of things that I don't do, but it's also a things that it's a it's it's a forward moving thing. So yes, I'm not drinking, smoking, sleeping around, lying, cheating, stealing, but I'm a soul winner. I I, I have a relationship with God. I press into the things of God. I take territory. I seek first the kingdom of God. I'm going after what pleases God. It's a forward moving thing. And so in, in the battle over sin, 
I heard someone say, I was listening to Evangelist Jonathan talking about sin, actually, and he said there's four steps. There's you see it first, you desire it, you take it, and then you hide it. And it was coming from a story in Joshua where where, uh, a person sinned and took something that they weren't supposed to take. They were supposed to take no spoil. God said, don't take any spoil. And one of the men saw something that he desired. He wanted it. He saw it first. He wanted it. He took it and then he hid it. And so it's the same thing. There's people who way before they do anything, they've seen it and then they want it. There's a desire that they've let linger in their heart. And so you deal with those desires. You let the Holy Ghost convict you. That's why putting yourself around believers and around churches where there's a strong altar call given. If you're going to a church where there's no altar call given, that's a problem. No, no pull. You, you, there better be a pull. I remember being in, you know, River Bible Institute, but then this church, just the whole time I've been in this church, Pastor Rodney gives a call and it's like, there's a suction inside the room. It's like you, you could be born again and love the Lord. And part of you still wants to be up at the altar. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta be on fire. I can't miss this thing. You know, you keep the fire burning. Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift that was in you. You keep the flame you keep the flame burning. Your number one job as a believer, your number one job as a minister is to keep the flame burning in your life. And that and that's by having a that starts by having a victory over sin. That starts by overcoming the temptation of the enemy. So there's ways to do it. There's ways to make it hard on yourself. You know, if, if you're going on a diet, uh, a way to make it difficult on yourself is to keep if you're saying, hey, I'm not doing any sugar and breads, the way to make it difficult in yourself is to leave all that stuff in the house. And then there's temptation. You know, if someone was an alcoholic, if you want to make things difficult, go go eat at places that have a full liquor bar, right? If you're trying to get free from alcohol, eat at places that there's no alcohol. You, there's no liquor cab, liquor bottles on the wall. Why? Because I want to take myself out of the place where I'm in a place of temptation, as much as I can, I want to remove myself from the reminder of it. I don't even want my eyes to see it. You know, for me, it's funny. This isn't a sin, but for me, video games was a big part of my life when I was a teenager. And I just can't. I have a personality that there's people who can do it, but I have a personality that when I get into something, I get into it. And so, and the games that I used to play, create a character, just invest hours and hours into the game. I can't, but there, there's now, you know, Facebook has these streaming things. So I'll sometimes pull up and I'll see, I'll, I'll just see someone playing a video game. And it's like, there's been times where I've just stopped and watched someone else play a video game for 20 minutes. And before I realize how much time I'm just, gl- because there's a, there's a lure. It's my, the eye has seen it. And then part of me is like, man, it'd be, it'd be great to, you know, the desire starts in the heart before I ever play the video game. And I haven't gone back to it before I do. It's been the, I saw it and then I wanted it. And so again, that's not a sin. But for, but for me, it's an area where I would just waste a lot of time. So it's not worth it. And so you, the Bible says flee fornication. Now I know this is talking about sexual sin, but for young people, that's a lot of time what it is. You flee it. You don't, if there's, if there's friends that you're around and, and they're the ones who, anytime you get around them, you find yourself tempted. You, you flee that. You stop spending time with those people. Find different friends that when you, you're around them. You know, there's people that you can surround yourself with that, that you're, it's, the momentum is already there for the things of God. You put yourself with people who talk about the Lord, who when you're together, you're winning souls. Maybe you're the strong Christian in the group. Maybe you need to be the one that when you get with friends, that, that you guide the, the, you guide the, the, the focus to the Lord. And I'm not saying you can't talk about other things, but hey, we're we're children of God. When you're out with somebody, you just go win souls while you're with them. 
you know, that was a thing that I always endeavored to do. Like with, with Krista was just whenever we went out, when we were dating, whenever we were not, I would make a point to win us, win a soul, but to set the precedence, there isn't a separate time. There isn't like I'm hanging out with like, this is my life. I'm a child of God. I'm a soul winner. The kingdom of God is always first. So I'm going to make it, I'm going to be, this is going to, this is what life with me is going to look like. And so you guide yourself in that direction, but God has a grace for you. God has a grace for you to overcome. Maybe you need to expose, maybe you need to go to one of your leaders and expose sin that's left in your life. Don't fight that thing alone. I know condemnation comes and I know guilt comes and shame comes and there's people who've dealt with things, but this is the number one decision that you make is I'm going to live a clean and pure and holy life. I'm going to keep the fire burning for the Lord. And then start to put the word of God. One of the number one ways you overcome sin is by putting the word of God in your heart. The Bible says that in Psalm 119, how will a young man keep his way pure? By giving heed according to your word. And then that's in verse 9 and then verse 11, it says, it says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. God has a way for you to walk in victory over sin. And it's by putting the word in your heart by keeping the word in your heart, by keeping the fire burning to the point where the Bible even says that God hates the garment that's spotted by the flesh. You'll get to the point where there'll be no appeal for any of it. I don't want anything to do with anything that doesn't please God. I just want to please the Lord. That's where my joy comes from. That's it for today. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you on the next podcast.